The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Let me tell you something. I cannot believe it. There are no excuses. There is no excuse. There are no apologies. No apologies. But the last show had some errors in it, and I'm going to correct them all right now. So let's get into show 137. Yeah. Yeah. Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oak Town. Oak, don't you know? Oak Town. Do you know about my city? Oak Town. The city of Oak. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Welcome, Raider fans, to show 137, and here we are at the turning point in the season we all like to see. And of course, in free agency, I want to say free agency, not the draft, we have been woefully missing. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, before I get in too much into the show here, the first topic of the day is way too many mistakes. That's on show 136. I gotta cough up that one. We make no apologies! And number two, the second story will be Raiders add four new coaches. That is exciting. We'll talk about that. We'll hit that for sure. And number three, Forbes lists Lombardi dead last in all sports categories as a general manager, even though he's not character characterized as a general manager he is a general manager and we'll hit that for sure so without further ado the first story of the day i got to get it off my chest there are no excuses we make no apologies way too many mistakes by Raider Dave, great Raider fan. I appreciate him more than he knows, man. I'm telling you right now, you guys have to have my back out there, Raider Nation. Uh, if you see that I say something that's off a little bit or whatever, drop me a line on the bone line and call me the bonehead for sure. Uh, if I make mistakes, I want to know. I want you guys to be on it because you're, you're covering my back when you do that stuff. I appreciate Raider Dave coming in with this post because you got to know. First of all, let me tell you, a little story about what's happening. About three weeks ago, I was lifting weights and I lifted a little bit too heavy and I tore my tricep muscle. Ouch! It hurt like a mofo, let me tell you right now. And I've been on this medicine called Norco, which is two Vicodins in one. Let me tell you, it is kicking my ass. But I have to have it to sleep and I've been taking it for the last couple of weeks. And uh, I'll tell you what. There are no excuses. We have no apologies. Not on this podcast anyways, but I'm just telling you right now. When I lay out my stories, I lay them out all together so I don't get them all confused. Well, guess what? There are no excuses. I got them a little confused. Without further ado, let me get into this guy's post because Raider Dave, I love you, man. You are a true Raider brother. And we got to prop each other up and keep each other straight. And that's what I'm talking about. Not saying that everything always needs to be perfect, 
that since the flow of information is not always accurate or reliable, but this podcast contained way, he says, too many errors from both the forum and the host. That would be me. Randy McMichael is a tight end from the Dolphins, whom they released yesterday. Yes, that's true. And I called him a quarterback, and I meant to say Luke McCown. Now, <laughs> McMichael, McCown, you know, I'm sorry. It kind of got screwed up there, and I should have noticed it, but I just didn't. No excuse just tell you how it went down. And, of course, he comes in with this, Jake Plummer is a good QB when and where. Well, my opinion, Raider Dave, and I'll just tell you that's what it is, is Jake Plummer would be an excellent fit in Oakland. He would be a great fit for a, a line that's kind of weak because he can run like crazy, and he's proven he can throw on the run. Maybe not the best quarterback, but he's been in the heat many times before, and he worked us over in our defense, and I think he's a good quarterback. He's very accurate. He gets punked in the clutch, but I still think he can bring that uh, Broncos court, uh, playbook with him, and we can learn a whole lot about their playbook uh, right here. Also, could help the Raiders um, get out of this funk that we're in. So I'll tell you that's why. Uh, he's also taken the Broncos to, I believe, two years for sure, nearly to the show, nearly to the playoffs. Uh, choked both times, I have to agree. But he still got him there, which is a far cry from what we've been seeing from the Er, Collins years are the Er, Brooks years. I'll tell you what, I'll take him over either one of those jokers any day of the week. He goes on to say Lamont Jordan was only due a roster bonus of $4.75 million as opposed to $5.75 million. That was Curry's roster bonus. That's totally right because it had it written right next to it in my notes. So there you go. That's what happens. We make no apologies. There are no excuses. They were side by side right here in my little deal before I popped a big white pill and got a little dopey, if you know what I'm saying. Kyle Bowler is a Baltimore Raven. Yes, he is. I said he was a prospect for a quarterback for the Raiders, and that was taken in context of a trade with Randy Moss to the Ravens, which never materialized, but it was a story uh, probably about three weeks ago that I reported on. I still think that it might have been a possibility, but they did sign him, and so it's over for that. And you ask here, what the hell has Damon Hewitt proven? Well, he's proven that he can come in for Trent Green and run the team. He's proven he can take a hit and keep on ticking. He's proven that he's mobile in the pocket, and he's proven that he's pretty doggone good, even in a short span that we've seen him. He would also have been a good pickup because he was cheap. $7 million for four years? That's nothing in this market if you've seen what's happened. Daniel Graham signed with the Doncos. Fuck, not the Seahawks. Yes, I agree. Fuck is the right word because the Broncos, or a.k.a. Doncos, have been doing some great things this offseason. It's pissing me off. They're spending money, and they're getting players, and they're getting good players. Okay, and here he comes with this. I'll probably get some flack for pointing those out. Um, but I'm not perfect, and nobody is. But I just had to throw these errors in there. there. There may have been more, but I digress. I love the podcast and the fan forum. Keep up the good work, Greg, and happy birthday as well. Mine was today. Well, happy birthday, Raider Dave. Thanks again. His post isn't over yet, but I just wanted to say, uh, you're not going to get any flack, dude. 
This is the Raider Nation podcast. This is not my show. This is our freaking show. And I'll tell you right now, I want you guys to be involved. That's why we have the bone line at 800-620-7181. So you could throw me a bone or shit, throw a bone at me or whatever. Uh, it's important that this is an open forum. It's an open show. I'm not making any money. Randy's not making any money. We're just here for the nation. And you know what I mean by saying keep up the good work because you would understand what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to get the word out. Raider fans trying to keep Raider fans on top of shit because ESPN don't do crap for the Raiders. Neither does local Bay Area media, as you well know if you live around here. There's no respect for the Raiders in love in media for our team. So that's what we're trying to do. I like the fact that you came in. This is what it's all about, baby. We are Raider fans. We are Raider Nation. We keep each other together, like I said. So let's move on with the rest of your post. Finally. I know everyone is upset or bored about the lack of action in this Raider postseason. But we ain't got no money. That's exactly what I said, Raider Dave, is we ain't got no money. I said it a long time ago, and I meant it. And teams are built through the draft, not free agency. That is 100% accurate, and I agree. We will need all the cap space to sign our draftees as well as make a move after the July 1st cuts. That's true, because July 1st is another free-for-all. We're losing any leverage for Moss with the Patriots are doing by signing Wes Wheelker. Uh, what the fuck? A po- and possibly Dante Starworth, which they did. They signed Starworth today, and the Packers can't afford him anyways. No, they can't. He says here that possibly... Uh, that Stallworth might work something out with the Jags, the Falcons, who have been reportedly interested and who also don't have shit for wide receivers, which is could have been the truth. But like I said, Dante Stallworth signed with the Patriot Rats, uh, which takes Moss out of the picture, and I'll go over that too as well. And Kelly Washington from the Bengals would be a terrific addition. He's 30 years old and a great leader. Carson Palmer, Ocho Jinko and many other players have lobbied for the Bengals to re-sign him. I'm hoping we will. I just don't want us to overpay for someone like teams have been doing thus far. And that's for damn sure. And I don't know, but he's uh, he's visiting. I think he visited yesterday. Haven't heard any news about what's going on with him. We really missed the bust on not taking a QB last draft. Because the Pillsbury Throw Boy, I love that, Dave. I'm going to use that again. The Pillsbury Throw Boy, and I think so too, Jamarcus Russell or Fat Albert, whichever you prefer, is rather uninspiring, and Brady Quinn can't win the big game in college, although I'd rather have him over Jamarcus Russell any day. Er, that's for sure. I have been one, along with Sean of the Raider Take, that has been a big proponent of last year's draft being a quarterback draft because it was quarterback rich. Prime situation would be a trade Moss's ass for a sack lunch or a second rounder if someone is is desperate enough to get him. So prime situation would be to trade Randy Moss's ass for a sack lunch or a second rounder if someone is that desperate. Or hell, even take Aaron Rodgers from Green Bay. Then we would have a QB and a draft pick and we could use it on Drew Stanton, who's supposed to be coming up 
uh, early in the second round, and I think that's a great shot, and he's a good quarterback, and that would be a good move. I do agree that Tui could get a fresh start with this new system since it's similar uh, in playing style to John David Booty, but he probably wants out bad, just like free agents don't want in. And I know a lot of free agents don't want in, and that's obvious because they're they're saying they're going to stop at Oakland and the plane flies over the goddamn airport, and we never hear another thing about it. A lot of good things have been happening under the KIF, though, and we were 2-14 last season, so things won't do 180 overnight. It will take some time. Just keep the faith and long live Alreda Nation. I agree, brother. Great post, and I appreciate it. And that's somebody that's cerebral. And it's too bad that Tui couldn't stay because I think he would do well in this system, but I think he's just got too many, yeah, we're going to use you next week kind of situations, and he's burnt. Do not be surprised if Tui gets re-signed if he doesn't get the dough that he should get. And I would like to see that happen. But, you know, you just never know. Things are going to change fast when it comes up. There's a lot of speculation that the Raiders are going to make moves in the last minute, of course, when it comes down to the draft. I cannot remember a time when that happened. Please, someone throw me a bone at 800-620-7181 and tell me the last time the Raiders traded down for draft picks, uh, more draft picks. Tough one for me to see. It looks like everyone's calling the Calvin Johnson card now because Jermarcus, yes, the Pillsbury throw boy came in so chubby and out of shape. And there's a lot of news out on the market about his uh, work ethic. I know there's a lot of Raider fans that want him, but I'll tell you, it's not the first time I've heard that this guy does not put in the effort to make things happen. He wants things delivered to him, and that's just not going to happen in the Raiders of 07. So we better get it together and get it together and i mean right now because calvin johnson is a stud so let us move on to the next story if i may raiders add four new faces to the coaching staff let us check it out We got some coaches. I love it. John DeFlippo. He's become the quarterback's coach. James Craig is the assistant offensive line coach. Randy Hansen, assistant defensive backs. And Sinjay Lai, quality control offense. The Raiders also announced that Kelly Skipper, who was hired last month, will coach tight ends. So, we have four young guys coming in, and the thing that impresses me is not so much the record where they came, it's that these four guys are trying to make an impression in the NFL. They're making the big step to the big league. That means power. That means energy. That means effort. That means we're not sitting on our laurels. That means we don't already got the ring, so we don't have to work. You know, we have to work harder to make things happen. That means I want to get to the next level in coaching for all these young guys. That means hard work in my eyes. And Lane Kiffin is building himself a great staff. This is great for the Raiders. It's awesome. And I'll tell you right now, James Craig came from the University of Idaho. 
DeFlippo spent two seasons as offensive quality control assistant for the New York Giants. So these guys are coming with some experience. They're just not FOBs fresh off the boat. Randy Hansen. Hansen spent three years coaching the secondary at Portland State. So these guys have been through coaching. They're taking the next step. They've got an opportunity to make things happen here in Oakland. I'm seeing some fresh blood, and it is a fresh thing to see. It's great. I love it. So on some other news, of course, I told you guys about Newberry. We signed Newberry to a one-year, $1.7 million contract, which is excellent as far as a bargain. It was a great bargain. This two-time bro bowler uh, missed some games in the last three seasons, but says that he's healthy. The doctor's going to check him out. I think we're going to get him. I think that's a great anchor to the line. It could be a big turning point in our offensive line. Let's hope so. Let's pray so. Jordan Black from the Kansas City Chiefs is visiting today. He's a guard or tackle, 6'5", 310 pounds, played for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's a monster. We might be able to get him. Now, they didn't have the best line last season, but you never know. This guy, if we can get the right price for him, uh, might be a good addition. Now, of course, we might take some offensive linemen in later rounds since we do have more picks in the later rounds, which we did, and we found McQuiston and Booth, both strong, both great prospects for us, and I think that's where we're going to get our next generation of offensive linemen, to be quite honest with you. The Chiefs have signed Napoleon Harris to a $7.5 million guaranteed dollars. Boy, Napoleon Harris, long way from the Raiders. He's going to be playing us, though. We'll be seeing our old teammate when he comes to visit Oak Town. <laughs> I love it. Okay, now, the rumors about uh, Randy Moss going to the Patriots are done. It's over. It's not going to happen. They just made a signing today, of course, Stallworth, and that's going to take Moss out of the New England picture with all that horse crap about uh, the Patriots looking at Randy Moss. What a bunch of lies, man. They fly all over during this time of year. Man, it's always speculation and speculation on top of speculation on the pundits and the pontificators around big in sports news. And I'll tell you what, that's why you got to be on your game. And that's why I love to have people calling me like Raider Dave. So now it looks like the only hitch might be for Green Bay to take Moss, but you never know. Like I said, Kyle Bowler from the Baltimore Ravens talking about the Moss trade. You just don't know what's going to come down in the last minute. I still think that Candy Mess or Candy Moss should be out of here. I'd love to take Aaron Rodgers. And then I'd love to take Drew Stanton in that second pick, and that would be a smart move, and then we'd be set. Or if Jake Plummer came into the picture. Either way, we need a couple of veterans in there uh, to go ahead and give Walter an opportunity to fight for his job, which I think he is totally capable of keeping. Now, Forbes, let's go to this story. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Forbes magazine lists all the general managers from one to last, and guess who was last? Yes, that jockstrap folding Mike Lombardi, dead last, Oakland Raiders GM, even though that is not 
his official category. Um, and he's it's not only football, but it's all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, table tennis, you name it. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. And he is a dead last. Oh, ain't that a bunch of bullshit? And of course, in this article I was reading, I was pretty laughing pretty hard because they try to put the blame on Al Davis. And Al Davis was the reason that they had all these problems because he's the one that makes all these decisions. Well, last time I checked, he wasn't in negotiation room. That was Lombardi. He's the one, actually, who's been negotiating lately with the people we have uh, so I questioned the whole Lombardi situation. I thought for sure he was out of Oakland and he was folding jock straps until um, the cows come home. But you know what? That's not been finalized. There's been, there was a whole lot of news of it. You guys understood it. I remember you guys were, were pointed out, too, that Lombardi was on his way out. And uh, that just didn't happen. So... Uh, here we go. <laughs> I just want everybody know how well our GM is liked for through Forbes magazine. Not that that makes a whole lot of difference anyways. I don't know how good they are about sports in the first place. But let us now talk about this. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. Raider Nation podcast will be heading on out to the Commitment to Excellence Award Dinner this Friday, March 9th, 2007. The steering committee of the Oakland Raiders Booster Clubs will honor Pro Bowl cornerback Neamdi Asumwa during the fifth annual Commitment to Excellence Award presentation dinner at the Hilton Oakland Airport. And we will be there. We're going to be there, hopefully get a good podcast and a video cast out of it. It's one of those things you go to. It's very formal, and this is the fans showing their appreciation to the eight-interception monster last season, Namde, who did get punked by the NFL on his last-minute flight to Hawaii. Uh, just go figure. The NFL. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to go to the dinner. We're going to have a good time, and I can't wait to report on what we see who we meet, and what happens. I cannot wait. We're pumped up for it, and I am jazzed. I thank you all. I thank all the fans of the Ring Nation podcast for showing interest, love, and support to us. I know Randy does too. Thank you, Raider Dave, for your, your take. I appreciate you, brother, more than you know. I thank the fans more than they know. And we're just all trying to get along here at the podcast get the information out as best as i can as fast as i can as accurate as possible we make no apologies we have no excuses thank you so much for listening to the podcast this is raider greg and i am out <laughs>